Hi, and welcome back to a new episode of Sassy Single Mums. Hi everyone, welcome back to a new episode of Sassy Single Mums. My name is Winnie and I built this show with one goal and that was to share the authentic stories of single mothers who are challenging the status quo and tackling parenting with sass. On today's show, I'm speaking to sassy mum Red about dating as a single mum. So Red has been with her partner for the last two and a half years and I think it's really nice to listen to her story and what it's been like since she broke up with the father of her child. So hey Red, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Anytime, thank you for having me. Nice, nice, nice. I'm excited for our conversation today. It's the first post-lockdown conversation. Yes. And we've got some white wine. Yes. Yes. Cheers, cheers. And when you're talking about dating as a mom, you've got to have <laughs> wine. But like even when we were gonna do this not in front of each other, I was like, I need a bottle of wine. <laughs> I agree. You just need to like get the flow going and definitely I don't know, like be honest about everything. Yeah. So and yeah, and it's a popular topic. I guess it's one of those things where there's a lot of flaws. So I was looking at this week, I was looking at like some memes to post for like single moms, dating singles mm. on the internet. And a lot of it was negative, yeah. so negative. It was yeah. like, don't date single moms, single moms this, single moms that. They were so mean. Mm. And I was like, hang on a minute. I know society overall has a stigma, mm. but I didn't realise that the internet just had such a bad perception. So I don't know. What, what are your thoughts around that? I mean, I'm not surprised there's a lot of negative things online. I mean, as women, it's we have it tough anyway. You know, there's a lot of stigma attached. As being a mum, you go through so much. And then being a single mum, there's even more stigma attached to that. And I think a lot of mums, you know, people might look on the outside and think negatively, but I think a lot of mums feel negatively themselves about it. Yeah. Like when you look at becoming a mum, you've been through so much even physically hold another life for, for nine months, you're relearning yourself, yeah. refinding yourself, yeah. who you are, who you are as a mom, yeah. who you are with your child. Oh my God, there is so much going on. Yeah. So then to add on top of that, dating, dating, finding someone new. I mean, I think no matter what age your child is, like Ty was really young mm-hmm. when I started dating yeah. again. And How old was he? I think he was about three months. Okay, so... When me and his dad split up. Okay, so you and his dad broke up quite soon after his yes, birth. yeah. And what was the cause Which, of the Which, in a way, I, I honestly say to some of my other friends, I really think it's such a blessing that everything happened at that age because I didn't have that pressure that some of my friends um, who have, like, toddlers or four or five-year-olds are facing now where they think, oh, you know, my child's so used to seeing us together as a couple. Yeah. And you feel that pressure to keep that normality for them where I didn't feel that Mm. at all I thought right this is fantastic Tig's never gonna remember us together yeah he will never know us being together there was no I didn't feel like pressure to maintain an unhappy relationship for the sake of my child absolutely and what was it about the relationship that made you feel like you know I'm ending it now I'm not looking back and this is it, you know, at at three months. Because even when I broke up with Ty's dad, Ty was like one in a bit, you know. And I'm not saying that maybe I didn't want to do it before, but I did kind of hold out for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was it that made you just feel like, yeah, you're in the line here? Do you know what? (laughs) Honestly, the situation with me and Ty's dad could have its own whole 
show episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not gonna get too thing into the into the thing, but Fair enough. in a way, mine and Tiger's dad's relationship was you like kind of unique. Okay. Um, in the sense that so like you know when you have a child you sort of are refinding yourself and and a lot of women you know that I speak to feel a bit lost and they're trying to find themselves for me it was like the opposite effect I was so lost before yeah. I'd had Tig. yeah I had been in a, in quite a long relationship before I met um his dad yeah and I was like on the rebound basically mm. and still badly in love with your my ex. first ex yeah but I made that clear to my son's dad yeah like that I still love my ex and you know not sure if I want to get into a relationship and he was just like oh you know you'll learn to love me as time yeah. goes on yeah and I'll help you yeah. and, and how did you find that you know a guy because usually it's not the guy who's like you know you'll learn to love me and who's willing to put their heart out well not the guys that I've dated anyway yeah I think again it leads back into like dating as a mom I think a big part of it is like being a mum and dating is your instincts as women we have instincts something in my instincts told me it wasn't for me something in my heart said to me red don't do it yeah but actually like you said a lot of men aren't like that yeah a lot of men you kind of you know feel like you have to chase and don't wear their heart and that's leading here was a man who was like look I'm putting it all on the table for you yeah I don't care that you don't love me it will be fine I'll help you I will do everything for you Mm -hmm. you know especially a lot of my female friends seeing that who have struggled themselves in relationships, yeah. they were advising me, like, Red, come on, this is a good guy, this is a good guy. My brain was telling me, this is a good guy, this is a good guy. Go down the good guy route, you yeah. know? Yeah. This is yeah. what, you know... We'll get to that, the good guy route. The good guy route. we all know what that means. Yeah, and my friends were encouraging me, but honest to God, like, my, my heart, I knew. Yeah. So, what did you in, a way, in, in a way, it's a blessing time. that Tig's even here. So there's a reason why God chose for me to be Tig's a mum and for him to be the dad so tied here for a reason but in all honesty yeah that relationship should never have gone I mean we were together three and a half years yeah you know it's a long time and we had a child yeah for and you know and I didn't even love him it's crazy okay so was it at the point maybe when you were pregnant that you were like you know I don't want to spend any more time with this guy was it after Tag was born you know yeah, how it, soon it, was, after? it was before I got pregnant when I found out I was pregnant I was devastated okay I was crying a lot okay um didn't didn't really want to be pregnant and then when I thought about it more and obviously I felt like I had to tell his dad yeah so we spoke and then we decided to give it another go and things yeah. were you know really up and down during the pregnancy really up and down we had quite a turbulent relationship okay um do you want to talk more about that or um yeah like we're just two completely different people yeah two from two completely different paths like he's like privately educated Mm -hmm. you know quite like he's he's got quite like generational wealth his mum's got money he's in a really good job um we just didn't have any shared experiences yeah I found just our morals were completely different yeah and he's you know again I don't want to go too much into it because I know he's tied sad and stuff but he it was it was quite toxic there was a lot of like gaslighting that happened okay in our relationship yeah like no nothing physical but definitely a lot of mentally Mm. that relationship put me in a bad state of mind place yeah yeah. So I was very lost. Yeah. And I was going down this route of like with a man, building a life with a man that I didn't love. Yeah. And, you know, again, thinking of that good guy route and you think, do you know what? Who needs love anyway? Yeah. You know, this will be good for me. It'll be yeah. good for my child. I grew up 
not really having anything. Yeah. Like my mum passed away when I was young. So I was like, you know, at least my child is going to have a mum and dad that got their head screwed on, you know, got a house, car, holidays, things that I never really had growing up. I was going down that route of do the right thing. Yeah. Red. Well, at least do what is perceived to be. It's perceived to be the right thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And from the outside, you know, some people used to message me, especially people that knew about my past and how I grew up saying, I'm so happy for you, Red. Yeah. You've landed on your feet. Oh, wow. You've got a great guy, you know, it's all working out for you and whatever. And like, I would just, and really, I would have nothing to say. And I remember even saying to one or two people, do you know what? Like, things are not always as they seem. Yeah. Don't ever wish that you had what someone else had. I learned that the hard way. Yeah. And I think everybody learns that for themselves at one point or another because they're not. Things are not how they seem. And I think it's only when you face a different type of reality, you realise that people lie and they put up perceptions. Yeah. You don't always realise how much reality can be altered. You Mm -hmm. know, I was in a relationship where... It was basically just a lie and the guy was in denial and I was in denial. And Mm. it was only when I came out of that relationship, I realized that, yeah, perception is a big thing. And people do make it seem like, oh, you know, look at me, look at that and all of this stuff. But what's actually happening behind closed doors is not what the reality seems. Mm. Um, The problem is in, in like 2020 as well, I think actually the sad thing is a lot more people are hung up on the perception of happiness. They would rather maintain the perception of happiness to other people than actually experience it, which is a sickness that our generation is experiencing because of social media and stuff, which is not the way. And that's that's the route I was almost going down. And then Tide was born. And then everything changed. I was just like, oh, my God, I love this baby so much yeah I would never ever want like it's like now there's someone watching you I was thinking I would never want Ty to settle with someone or to want to feel safe with someone because of how he grew up or not having money or feeling not safe I would want my baby when he gets bigger to always take risks and be vulnerable and just genuinely be happy yeah and so it was from that everything everything my world fell apart and it came together okay. and I and I tell everyone that I speak to like the last three years of my life have been the happiest of my life and that's because I've made some really scary decisions yeah but it's paid off okay so let's talk about those decisions because obviously we don't want to talk about the bad stuff the trauma mm-hmm. because we really want to get to like the dating and what your life the is like now and the other side you know so what, what were the decisions that you made if you can tell us a little bit I mean to become a single mum mm-hmm. with a three-month-old baby yes and do it on your own your own yeah you know especially like I like not really having a mum myself yeah I mean I've got a lot of support from my family yeah but it was a, a scary thing to go down that route yeah because your mum passed didn't you yeah yeah when I was much younger like years ago now yeah so um, it must have been hard doing it on your own without yeah. having that maternal support on your side yeah but again it goes back to that you know that instinct the, your head tells you one thing don't do it it's scary but something in your heart says this is what I need to do this is the route I need to go down absolutely and again you know as mums as single mums dating we've all split with someone I, I honestly believe I know a lot of people say you never really know someone until you've laid down with them you never really know someone until they no longer need anything from you yeah so when you split up with the father of your child this is when you will see who he is yeah for the first time yeah it doesn't mm-hmm. matter how long you've been together you'll yeah. see the truth then and that's scary it is scary and you're on your own 
Yeah. Because no one is on that journey with you. Mm -hmm. Because at one point you were with this guy, you loved this guy, you had a baby with this guy. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden that attachment is gone and you get to see the reality of his character. Yeah. And it's like, what do you do? You know, who do you tell? Like, no one cares. Like, Mm -hmm. you can't call up your friends and be like, oh, can you believe you can? But they're not going to feel it in the same way that you are. Mm. And you can't tell your child because they can't really do anything about it. And mm. you don't want to kind of give that perception of like the mom who talks badly about the about their dad. But no, I absolutely know what you mean when you say like you do see the the real side. Yeah. When they don't have to do anything because they're not getting anything out of it. Yeah. Um, and it's disappointing. It's disappointing. And I think it takes a lot of time. Um, <clears throat> what I've now told myself or what I now believe is that Guys grow and mm. they're mature. Yeah. And that time between zero to five to 10 to 15 can really be a difference in mm. how a guy behaves as a father. Yeah. Um, there are some guys that get it right from the bat, but there are some guys, at least from what I've experienced with my son's dad, he's matured over time, which means he's been able to be more responsible and support me more as a father. But that wasn't always the case. Mm. So yeah, I completely agree when you say like, you do see the real side to them. And again, in terms of dating, if you are moving on and moving on to date someone, if you do decide to move on and meet someone who has children, you know, that's a great telltale sign. See how they are, what they're the, like, how they speak about the mother of their child. I watch yeah. that very, very closely when I met my partner now. Yeah. You know, how he behaves, you know, about that and how their relationship is and whatever. And like, I think that's a red flag. If you are with someone dating someone who's like, oh, you know, my ex is She's mad. Crazy. She's crazy. You know, this is before I had time, but I remember I went, I went on a date with this guy and um, he was like, he had like a big scratch on his car. And he was like, oh, you know, my ex keyed my car. And I said, what did you do? Yeah. And he said, she's crazy, nothing. Yeah, I said, right. I don't think any woman wakes up and just says, Hmm, I think I'm just gonna go key my boyfriend's car. Yeah, because today. if she did do that, you wouldn't be with her in the first place. But again, it's gaslighting. It's Absolutely. Complete gaslighting. I'm not here for it. 100%. So, what has it been like for you dating since you broke up with Tide's dad? It's been, it's been really, really good. I want to hear more because I'm still on this journey. So, yes. Let me know. You know what? I don't know if you're the kind of person that believes in star signs. Um, I read star signs. Yeah. Uh, and I'm a big believer in that there are characteristics that yeah. each star sign has. Yeah. But I don't read like horoscopes, you know, like every day. No, I'm not into no. horoscopes, but I am like, I do believe that you are similar to your star sign. Whatever. Cool. Even though I heard something online today that they've got star signs wrong, I'm rejecting it. I don't cool. care. I'm a Leo. Cool. But when it comes to dating, obviously everyone's different. But I'm a Leo woman and I am the embodiment of that in the sense that Leo women, we do, we love dating dating is not a scary thing yeah. like we kind of love we're like come adore me yeah, yeah, yeah let's yeah, yeah. take me out like I look forward to like some of my friends you know that are single say I'm a bit nervous to go on this date or I feel oh whatever where me I've always been like you know let's date yeah cool Sounds with it time. I'm quite relaxed laid yeah. back kind of person mm-hmm. so you know I think I said this to you before when I split up with my son's dad where I was going down that route of like almost like a loveless relationship yeah. and I had him, I kind of said to, I'm not a religious person, but I believe in, I do believe in God and I believe in like the universe. Yeah. I kind of said to the universe, to God, like, look, the next person I'm going to be with is going to be my soulmate yeah. or it's going to be no one. Yeah. I don't care if I wait till I'm 50 years old. Yeah. I will not be entering a relationship mm-hmm. with anyone. I will date, 
I'll date, I'll have fun. Like, you know, I might even date someone for a year, but that person will not be my partner or meet my child unless I feel like it's love yeah, and nothing less. That's all that is entering my life. But I was very happy to date yeah. and to have fun. Like I was going on a few dates with one guy. He was really, really nice. But for me, it wasn't a serious thing. Okay. And he was kind of going down that route of saying to me, oh, you know, the only reason why I haven't met your son is just to let you know that ball's in your court when you want me to meet him. And no, it was... Yeah, I know that. <laughs> this is it. This is it. But I was... For me, it was, it was not going down that route. But yeah. that was fine for me, I think. Dating as a single mum as well, again, you know, not feeding into that peer pressure of like, oh, you're a single mum, find someone, meet yeah. someone, marry someone. Yeah. Like, no, like, I have a right to wait out and take for time. the right person. Like, it's not about showing my son a role model because I'm my son's yeah. role model. He doesn't need to see me in a relationship with a man yeah. to value here, me here. or you know so I'll wait I don't care but I did meet I did meet someone yeah, Rob. yeah. and um yeah. okay yeah, but... before we get to that mm-hmm. there's a few things I just want to unpick from what you said so I think the first thing that I took from you is that obviously you said that you're a Leo and you're very outgoing and you're willing to kind of experiment and like meet people mm-hmm. and do different things is that important because some people aren't. Do they need to kind of work on maybe feeling a little bit more outgoing? Do you think that if somebody's maybe a little bit more introverted or not as willing to put themselves out there that they could maybe um, <clears throat> not be up for dating or might make it difficult for themselves? What do you think? I think that you've got to do, you know, whatever's in within your comfort zone. But in terms of, like, dating as... In terms of, like, dating as a mum... Um, I think if you don't put yourself out there to meet people with no pressure and to have fun, to, to, to date with the idea of working on yourself and feeling happy, not just to date to find someone, I think if you don't do that, you end up going down the... The only way I could describe it is like mother as martyr root, okay. which is, to me, that's old narrative, get rid of yeah. it, it's trash. Mm. Like, the idea that now you're a mother yeah you must forget about your wants your needs yeah. your sexual you know sometimes I go out and uh, uh, you know I might wear a dress like people say to me oh you're really like sexy for a mum or you're really confident for a mum and it's like babe how do you think we got pregnant in the first place like <laughs> why is it that suddenly the minute that you're a mum you can't mm-hmm. have sexual desires yeah. you can't be sexy you you know and I think that's where the kind of um the negative stereotypes also come in as well mm. because women feel like they can't celebrate who they are and they can't be a mum and also be a woman because mm. those are two different things. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Um, they do feel like they have to maybe stick to this mother figure who wears like mum jeans or like baggy clothes or doesn't wear a nice dress. Yeah. But I always identify myself as a mum. Yeah as well as a woman, you know, I feel like I want to do the things that my peers are doing as women, but then I also want to make sure that I'm taking care of my responsibilities as Mm. a mother, Mm. you know? So I completely agree with what you're saying there. And I think, yes, um, it is important to at least feel confident in order to be able to attract, you know, it's also the law of attraction. Yeah. Those things all align and just being able to, yeah, have the right mindset towards it, but it takes work. And I think if you're not in a place where you feel confident in yourself and you feel like you can at least achieve what you want to achieve. Yeah. Maybe don't prioritize dating. That's just what I say. But 
we'll get to that in a minute so because I know there's a lot more so that but was quickly just to say I agree with you 100% like think when thinking about dating and especially dating as a mom and and that's why I said like my where my head was at when I had tired that's the reason why I felt ready to date because I had been it wasn't like I'd broken up with someone who I really loved or whatever it was like I almost not I don't want to say escaped I can't yeah. think of any other word to use but it was like a new life yeah fresh at something new like right. it was yeah I felt I didn't feel tied in to mm-hmm. that emotionally I never was you know and as as moms we really can't enter the dating world with a bad headspace because no yes. matter how much I agree with being a woman and being sexy and doing your thing at the end of the day that as long as your child is safe that's the number one thing but I think if you're entering the dating world feeling like traumatic your head's not in the right space like you said law of attraction you're not going to attract yeah you know the right kind of person the right that you need the right yeah. energy for you or even if you do you'll mess it up because that happened to me you know I was not in the right place mentally I was still kind of going through what I needed to go through mm. and I met someone and I messed it up because obviously the energies and the yeah. vibes just wasn't flowing so yeah absolutely okay so that's cool so then the next thing that I want to talk through is that, so once you're able to get yourself into a confident place and you're like, okay, I want to get myself up there. What do you do? Where do you go? Who do you speak to? How do you find, you know, I know you mentioned soulmate, but before we get to what that even looks like, mm. how do you even identify what you're looking for? where do you start? As in before you go out there today, as in you sit by, as and you sit and think what it is that you want. Um, from a person or like how you get the ball rolling with dating I would say how you get the ball rolling with dating okay well a lot of people are anti-apps okay so I did not meet my partner via the app we met organically but let's be real as a mum like we organically don't have a lot of time to be out there all the time meeting people but I just want to touch on the apps because Tiger's a Tinder baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seriously? Did you really Tiger's a Tinder baby? Oh, wow. I like, okay, I, I do recommend it in a way, like, because obviously me and my ex, we are not really on the best of terms, and sometimes crazy things happen, and my current partner goes to me, that's what you get for dating online. <laughs> <laughs> that's not fair. That's what you get for that's dating online. Fair. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to trash the app. I yeah, I know loads of people who are in love who met on Tinder. Yeah. You know, loads of people who are I got a baby is great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, great. But it hasn't happened to me. So <laughs> what is going on? You know, because whenever I've, I've used Tinder and, you know, I used Tinder for the first time. I went on a date with the first guy I spoke to on Tinder. We went on a couple of dates, then he ghosted me. And then I never used Tinder. Okay, mm. so it was literally like first bad experience done. I've tried Hinge, but I don't know. I think I'm just not like... Bumble. I, I haven't tried Bumble. Um, I downloaded it and then I tried to re-download it, but it was just like this registration, whatever, was so long. Yeah. Um, but I think it's a mindset because I don't know if I want to meet someone online or if I just want to go online with the think mindset, that I, with the thought that I might meet someone. Yeah. Because when it actually comes to investing that time, yeah. talking to them, doing or whatever, doing or whatever, I withdraw. But again, not to keep taking, like, I don't want this to become an episode, but it's just about the law of attraction. <laughs> I am really big on the law of attraction. Like, if you are going on there and you are giving yourself mixed signals and you don't know what it is you want or what you're looking for, then it's not going to find you because mm. you're giving 
the how yeah. how how can you yeah. <laughs> you don't you're know off a you're giving off mixed signals yeah so what's what can find you in in the drama of the signals that you're giving absolutely no absolutely that's true <laughs> that is that is true that is true okay so you met Tagzad on Tagzad on the apps um so the apps on the apps what yeah, the youngsters it's, call it these yeah, days it's plural there's more than one the apps. Know, the apps um but the guy that you're seeing at the moment you've met in person, mutual friends. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's like, do you remember the days when you used to go old out? Old school. And, old school. We and, met real old school. And the guy would come People up to you. People don't mean like that anymore. And he'd ask for your number. And you'd be like, yeah, it's 074. This um, is exactly how we met. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Go for it. Organically. So, um, I've said organically like six times. Organically, <laughs> like I'm the pro. This is like 20 years ago. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I know. Um, so it was, so my, I've got a really good friend who's my male friend that yeah. I grew up with. And he grew up in my area and he, he moved like out. He's moved out of the area and like he goes to the gym. So he met my current partner now at the gym like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So this was 10 years ago. Met him. Me and him have been friends for like 15 years. Okay. So that's it. But our paths never crossed. So we had the same friendship circle. He knows all the boys that I know. He knows like my friends and stuff. But for some, it's the oddest thing. Yeah. For some strange reason, mine and his path did not cross. Oh, wow. Which in a way was a good thing because if our path had crossed before, he probably would have met me with Tide's dad. I probably would have met him with his ex-partner. The timing wasn't And right. then the timing was just a bit off. Yeah. So it was a, um, a, a one of our friend's parties. And I was actually, I, there was a guy there that I'd been dating. So, you know, the guy that was like, oh, I'd love to meet your son, whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. not serious for me. Like, it was just, you know, I'm single now. I'm not really looking for a relationship. But yeah. I wasn't, yeah, we'd been on a few dates. And he was actually there at the party with me. Okay. So my friend, my friend Dan came and he was like, oh, yeah, you know, my, like, I'm here. Come let me in. Mm-hmm. So me and my friend went downstairs to let him in, open the door. And he's standing there with my who's now my partner. Yes. And I remember I just felt something, like, in my heart. Ooh. Like, you know, my heart just said yes. Yes, yes, it jumped. This, this. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, hello, hi, okay, we spoke. And then he, they went inside to go say hello to everyone else. Yeah. And I just told this to him for the first time the other day. Yeah. Um, and my friend said to me, Red, I can see that look in your face. What did you say to him? He'd gone off by now, but I was just saying not to him, to my to my girlfriend. Yeah. She could see my face. And I was yeah. like, who is that? And she was like, Red, behave yourself. Like, I've got the reputation in my friendship group for being the cheeky one. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm with yeah. Um, so she's like, Red, you better stop. And I said, I need to find out who yeah. this man is. Yeah. And she was like, Red, allow it, man. You know, thingies But sometimes here. you just do. Sometimes you just do. I do. And yeah. I said, uh, and quote, unquote, I said, you don't understand. I, said, I just met my husband, yeah. and I've always and my, my friend laughed at it now because I've always said, "Oh, I don't believe in the institution of marriage and whatever." So it was such a strange thing for me to say, but I was like, "I've just met my husband. I need to get to know this person." Yeah. So yeah, we were chatting and whatever, and I wasn't. What was sure. it about him? Like at that moment, you know, was it just his looks? Was it attraction? What was it at that moment? Do you know what? Obviously, I liked the way he looked. Okay. You know, and I was like... And that was your type? That was the kind of guy? That's the kind of guy, yeah. That's the kind of guy that I would go for. And I found him... There was just something about him that intrigued me. Mm -hmm. And I thought he looked great. And it was when I spoke to him after... And he was just a very deep... I'm a very deep person, you know. And from, I think, from the, the... Within two minutes 
of us talking, suddenly we're having this deep convo. And it was like, then I went, shit, you're in trouble. It's the conversation. You're in trouble here. Yeah. And then I went to go to the toilet and he, he'd come out of the toilet and he was like to me, you know, are you in a... Uh, are you in a relationship right now? And yeah. I was like, no, I'm, I almost said entanglement because it's oh, been changed up. That word. <laughs> are you in a relationship right now? And I was like, no, I'm single. Yeah. And he was like, I would love to take you on a date. Wow. And so then they were, I gave him my number and we went on a date. We spoke on the phone for like a what week What was before. the conversation about? The deep convo? The, what, from the first minute that we met? Yeah. Um, I think I just asked him what he does. Yeah. And... I'm just like, I'm very chatty. So I'll, like, whenever I meet someone, I say, you know, what do you do? And then they say, and then I say, do you love it? Yeah. I always say that. Yeah. So he said, I'm an estate agent. And I said, do you love it? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I do love it. You know, I grew up on an estate. I grew up, um, you know, a lot of people I grew up with have been to prison. I've got two sons. And my job entails me to go to work and wear a suit. And I love that. Yeah. I'm a black man and I can wear a suit. That's nice. And it's powerful for me. That's and I was nice. like, shit. That's okay. Nice. This guy's yeah. a serious guy. Yeah. Yeah. And for you, was that like, okay, this is somebody who's very serious about his character, his perception, he's trying to, you know, what did that, what, when you heard that, what, what bells did it ring? Mm, I think, again, what I asked the universe for before, like, where me and, I think like, again, not to take you back to trauma, but I've been through a lot in my life. And I think you you grow so much yeah. through being through things. Absolutely. So I'm an old soul in a young, yeah. young-ish. Young body. Going to be I 20. <laughs> I know it, girl. I but, know. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an old soul. Yeah. I've, you know, seen a lot of things, I'm, you know. And so I find that I've never met a man who can match that with me. And yeah. where my son's dad, um, we had fun and we used to go out and stuff, but where he... He'd not ever experienced anything close to the things that I'd experienced. Yeah. So I found his, he just wasn't on the same vibe as me in terms yeah. of deep kind of yeah. um, theory and just theory and, and analysis. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Analysis kind of stuff. Yeah. So when he said that just off the bat, I was thinking, okay, this guy is a deep guy. Obviously, he mentioned within a few seconds that he had two children. Yeah. And I, I literally remember thinking to myself, he's got two kids. Yeah. This man is. I just knew there was something special about him. I thought he's probably... I mean, what? who's going to let him go? Yeah. Who's going to let him go? Yeah. He's probably with... In a happy relationship. Yeah. Who, what kind... And then I remember fantasising about, oh, this woman who that he's with must be amazing. So, mm, you know, she must be really strong and really intelligent mm, to have someone like him. And now, like... And then, but so then he was wanna, single. So did you want to, like, go up for a challenge? Was it, like... Mm, like, did he... At that time, did he come across as, like... Maybe a bit of a prize, like someone that you definitely wanted to be with. Um, I well, I don't know. I I really don't know. Like again, I'm a laid back person, so when I meet someone, I'm not necessarily like oh relationship, yeah, whatever. But I knew that I wanted to speak with him more and yeah. explore who he was, who he was more. Cool. So then the dates came, mm-hmm. and what were those like? Yeah, like again, like we just had that deeper connection from the very beginning. Yeah, from the first. From that day at the party, from, you know... What did you guys do on your first date? We went to a comedy club. Nice, nice. We went to a comedy club nice. and then we went out for drinks after. Nice. Um, and then he walked me home. Lovely. And then, yeah, then my friend, like, who's babysitting, so I kept calling him, like, red, oh, my God, like... I'm Where like, are you? Tomorrow, <laughs> and I think we were actually outside. Yeah. We were outside still talking. Lost track of like, Yeah. And, like, I've said this to my friends before, like, being... I think being with the right person is almost like therapy and it's asking the right questions. Yeah. And I find that me and him just ask each other the right questions. 
you know I, I might say he might ask me about my upbringing like you know if I say oh, my mum passed away when I was younger a lot of people say I'm sorry to hear that yeah. you know and then because it makes them feel uncomfortable they might move over it well I think I remember when the first time I told him he said oh how do you feel like yeah. about that how do you feel now yeah looking back at that how do you feel being a mum and losing yeah. you know them kind of questions which makes you ask yourself oh how do I feel yeah so and I say to all my friends even if me and him split up um it's been I've taken so much away from this experience yeah it's been nothing but positive and for me that's what dating's about I say to my friend as well like you know not saying that I want to bring my my son around different men or anything like that but if you have a positive healthy relationship it doesn't matter if you split up because all you've taken away from that is something healthy and 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 something positive and there's nothing wrong with that even if you have a negative relationship, they're all learnings that you take with you. If you can take something young. positive away from it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think even if it's not positive, I think you mm. take even the negative, you know, if you're in an abusive relationship, one of the things that you can take from that is that you do not want to be in another that, abusive again. Yeah, relationship. Yeah. So, yeah, I think everything definitely has a learning. Cool. So when did it get serious? From first date, you know, from the night you met him at your friend's house to first date. When were you, like... You know, I really like this guy because I think every girl kind of gets to that phase. God, when? God, it's hard to think now. When did I start thinking that I really liked him? And what was he doing at that time for you? I to knew that like... he, I, like I said from the beginning, I knew he was special. And yeah. honestly, I mean, you, it's so funny for my friends to witness because mm-hmm. I am so that person of like, yeah, you know, whatever. Like, actually, I was dating my son's dad for um, a year. Yeah. And he asked me to be his girlfriend twice. And I said, oh, no, I just yeah. I just think we just see where it goes. And it, it got to a year and he said to me, Rev, either I'm going to be your boyfriend now or I'm never going to see you again after today. And oh, I didn't wow. want to I didn't want to finish it yet. Mm-hmm. So I said, OK, but I felt I've always felt quite pressured yeah. by men. I'm very like aloof, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, again, yeah. it's probably some going sort back- of vulnerability issue. But I'm very, oh. Well, I'd say going back to star signs, I'm a Sagittarius and fire signs are generally not people that like to be tied down. Yes. So it's normal for you to want to like, yeah. And I think also people, I think commitment is a big deal and I don't think it always has to be attached to trauma, trust issues, or any yeah. of those kind of things. I think some people don't want to be committed. Some people are yeah. afraid of commitment and some people don't. Yeah. So I think it's absolutely okay to say at that time, I wasn't really thinking about commitment. And me and my best friend have this conversation all the time. She's like, you must have some unseated trauma for you to be like this with men. And I'm like, no, I literally am a free spirit. Yeah. And like, I've actually based my whole life around that. Like, yeah. you know, living by myself from a young age. I love being able to move around whenever I could. Yeah. Like, I'm an act time facilitator. I work like three different jobs without all zero hour contracts. So I yeah. can work here one day, work there. I've based my whole life around the enjoyment of yeah um, being able to do whatever I want whenever being I want flexible. it yeah. yeah and I think people like that definitely exist especially in the workplace mm. in society so yeah I wouldn't just put it down to childhood trauma no, I'd put it down to maybe personality personality yeah. and I think dating in the past I think I kind of knew that it was different this what was happening with him was different because I, I don't know if you've ever had this but I've always had this thing like where I'm with someone I think but is there someone else yeah I know but could there be someone else that is a better match for me and there's that um, thought in the back of my mind I can't speak for like every single person in the world I don't know but I was always under that impression as well yeah of like 
this is just who I am. You'll always have that feeling of whatever. But I can honestly say, since being in this relationship, this is the only relationship I've ever been in where that isn't. There's no question. There's no. There's no thought. It's never crossed my mind. Is there somewhere else? I was saying this to someone the other day. Like, if anything, the question I think is, if if not him, then, then who? Yeah. There's not. Yeah. I know that. That's beautiful. Completely. And again, it goes back into like getting back in tune with your heart. Again, you know, playing devil's advocate to the good guy, to the good guy. I've got very, you know, good guy is not always how they seem. Yeah. And it's not always the best thing. And I had that feeling with the good guy. Yeah. yeah. My but I heart think good guy, me, like, okay. So I'm not saying that that's about... your situation, but I'm just saying I feel like once you get back in touch, in touch with your instincts, your heart will always tell you what's, when to stay and when to leave. Cool. All right, cool. I'm with you. <laughs> but let's touch on the good guy. Because I think, you know, this perception of the good guy means that there's a bad guy. And we yeah. don't want to say that single moms are necessarily maybe having children with bad guys. Mm-hmm. We don't want to give that perception. It could be that they've had kids with good guys and it didn't work out, whatever. But maybe you can tell me what you what your interpretation of a good guy is. I can tell you what my interpretation of a good guy is. And, you know, I guess we'll never find out, but our lis- listeners of the show will be able to see if they agree with either one of us. Mm-hmm. That sound good? Yes. Cool. So to me, again, I've got a very jaded view of the good guy because my ex was the good guy and is still obsessed with being the good guy, which is not, again, it's to do with perception. It's not to do with reality. Okay. So, you know, the good guy, he's the guy who's going to introduce you to his mum within the first three months, take you to go meet his family, pay for you when you go out on dates, pay for things, you know, ask you about your dreams. How can I help you reach your goal? Yeah, that's what it, you know, that's the good guy, right? What can I do to further you? It's all about you. Um, you know, the guy who you know wants to get married and settle down, doesn't want to fuck you around. Yeah. Again, before I had time looking at the, the the appearance of the good guy, it's like a guy who, you know, I don't even like you saying baby mothers, but a guy doesn't have any baby mothers, yeah, a guy yeah, doesn't yeah, have yeah. any children. Yeah, yeah, He's, yeah. You know, the good guy, the guy that you, we all want to, be with and find like sending you flowers and yeah, presents yeah, yeah. and stuff <laughs> um to me that's what the good guy is and that's yeah. what my son's dad was and that's what everyone was like oh, you've got a good guy you've okay. got a good one you know flowers turning up at uni in the class and yeah all things like that but I think um and I think as well like do you do you um follow what is her name is it slum flower no I don't you don't. I don't. I don't follow her. There's a lot of, and I think in 2020 as well, there's a lot of thing of like, accept nothing less than the best of a man who's gonna buy you this and treat you like a queen and do this and do that oh, and do that. Yeah. And I don't disagree with that. Like, my partner treats me like a queen. Like, I am a queen. He's a king. We roll on that vibe together. But at the same time, you have to be very careful with, you know, the good guy stereotypes if they are doing that for you. Because what I'm not saying for all of them, but what lies beneath the surface of that actually is narcissistic behavior yes. and controlling behavior. Yes, yes, um, yes. And yes. that can actually be a man trying to give you everything can actually feed into him controlling you else. and taking something away from you. Yeah. So this good guy image, I think, seeing as I've experienced it myself, I warn my friends and other women so much about 
for going for that. Yeah. And I'm so glad you said that because I am aware of that. And I don't associate those guys in the good guy category. Mm -hmm. For me... What's the good guy category for you? Okay. So for me, the good guy is somebody who, as a starting point, is not egotistical. Mm. Because I think those guys that you just Mm. described... They are egotistical. Yeah. And you're an extension of them. Exactly. Mm. And that's the reason why they do those good things mm. as a way to try and control you to yeah. feed their ego. So as a starting point, for me, the good guy is probably more on the less egocentric side. Yeah. And could perhaps maybe have do with some help around his confidence. Really? As a starting point. Yeah. Because they don't know how good they are. That's my thing. Mm. And I think the wrong good guys... They know how good they are and they know how great they can be. But how can you tell that? Like, how, like what's a sign of that if you are having that in a man that's like sort of... Um, so I think <clears throat> when you think about egocentric people, it's confidence. Mm. There's a thin line between like, hey, I really like you. You know, what's your number? Can I like talk to you for a bit? And like, yeah you know you're so beautiful and Mm. like if I could and so on Mm -hmm. and so on and all of these things and blah 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 he's not going to buy you a Louis Vuitton bag because he knows oh if I buy you a Louis Vuitton bag I'm going to get this I'm going to get that he's going to ask you like what do you need what do you want you know what can I get you here's a hundred pounds go and treat yourself go and get what you want type of thing and there's nothing attached to that it's genuine it's pure and also at the same time it's like your intuition, you know, so what you mentioned earlier about mm. being a woman and like, understanding your intuition, you have to really connect and be like, does this guy really make me feel, does he make me feel happy? Does he make me feel connected? Like when I'm with him, am I thinking about, yeah, am I thinking about like, you know, at the end of the day, you have to look for, look out for the red flags. You know, if you're thinking about a guy and you're like, he doesn't text me back, he's ghosting me, is he with a girl, is he doing this? run because Mm. at the end of the day that's not positive that's not what you should be thinking Mm. about on the other hand if you're thinking about a guy and you're like oh my god he makes me so happy and when he said this and when he said that and I can't believe he acknowledged when I did this and when I did that that's what you should be optimizing Mm. for that's what the genuine thing is but again a lot of people block their own blessings because they're addicted to the drama and the feelings of constant drama, not texting back, arguing, making up all those endorphins and all those feelings that get you dragged into a toxic relationship. Absolutely. And I think it's so important earlier on when you said that you have to be in the right mental space in mm. order to start dating. Because if you're um, in a place where you don't trust people or you feel like etc. Cetera, etc., cetera, you will be attracted to that drama because that's what you know. But if you're in a healthier space, then you're more likely to you're bound to have a different perspective. Yeah. So before you start getting angry, before you start getting ticked off, you'll think twice, you'll take it a different way. So I think that's really important to mention. And also, you know, I think dating overall dating is just hard. And it's not like you know, sometimes it's not about just single mums, because I don't think anybody's kind of figured out how to do it because I look at some of my friends who don't have kids and I'm like okay it's not just me then you know it's like it's very complex and I think there's loads of pillars attached to it which is really part of just like but we have that added element of you know almost like your child watching Mm. watching things unfold and I think I mean I'm not down for the putting anxiety on ourselves but we do give ourselves as mothers a lot of anxiety of like 
And we're told by people, oh, you know, should you be dating? Yeah. Is it important for you to date right now because you're a mum now? Yeah. Maybe don't. Maybe wait until, yeah. you know, the, the But I think that's age. wrong. I think that's Terrible. wrong. And that's, that's going what I'm back it's to... old, it's old, old narrative. But people still say it now. Yeah, but I think it's so wrong because there's a mum and there's a woman. My thing is, is that if I'm dating, it doesn't necessarily mean you're in my house. It doesn't necessarily mean you're meeting my son. Mm -hmm. You know, it means I'm meeting you when I'm free. You know, when I'm not with my son, when I'm available yeah. on the weekends, etc. Because this is my time. Yeah. You know, it's my time. It's what I do on my own time. So that's how I think about dating. Mm -hmm. And it's, as we get serious then I start to bring you into my life and I introduce you to my son mm. and maybe whatever, whatever. But and it's about, as mothers, not allowing ourselves to feel guilty for wanting that and for having that. Absolutely. I personally am so for, like, you, you've watched Baby Boy film. Yeah, but... And she's I, like, I, mum's got to have a life too. Exactly. And I remember when I watched that when I was a teenager, I was like, no, you're a mum. Yeah. That's your life. And then when I watched when I was older, I was like, yes, Absolutely. mama has got to have a life too. Because I think also the mistake that parents make, or at least what parents forget, if you're miserable, you're going to be a miserable parent. Mm -hmm. That's what parents forget. You know, if you're in a really bad place and no one's making you happy and no one's making you feel satisfied, you're going to be a shit parent for your child. You're mm -hmm. not going to be optimistic. You're not going to want to do the things that they want to do. You can force it. You can do it. But where you're a mother seven days a week, 24 hours a day, if you're not in a really good, strong mental place, you're not going to be able to do that in the best possible way that you yeah. can do. So that has a detrimental effect on mm -hmm. your child in the long run. Yeah. And it's scientifically proven that being with other people, having friends, being in relationships, being aroused, having intercourse has benefits. <laughs> intercourse, <laughs> people. intercourse has benefits. It has benefits <laughs> just to the human psyche. Yeah. You know, so... If you are in a position where, you know, I think the only time a woman shouldn't be dating is if she's working on herself. Yeah. If you're working on yourself, don't date. Take that time. If you're not working on yourself and, you you know, there's not no nothing else necessarily stopping you, you need to be out there meeting people and trying yeah. to find a companion yeah. Yeah. and somebody to go on the journey with you. And even if it's like 10 first dates, at every obstacle, you're knowing what's for you and what's not. Absolutely. But yeah, so let's talk a little bit about Rob and what that's been like for you the last... How long has it been? Two and a half years. Two and a half years. Yeah, Jeez. I know. That's like... And I've even, I've even experienced that feeling of like, um, I don't know, some sort of these weird shame things that we get as women and as mothers of like, how old's your son? Mm. Three. How long you been in a relationship? Oh, how long you and your partner been together for? Two and a half years. Yeah. So as, as, as soon as I'm saying two and a half years, I'm revealing that not only is the person I'm with clearly not the father of my child, I met him when my son was so young. Yeah. And I hate it. I get it all the time. Mm -hmm. Ty's 13. I'm 28. Do the maths. Yeah. People do the maths. Straight away. Like 10 seconds. It's yeah. revealed. Yeah. And I hate that about society, but I think it's one of those things where... I don't know. Now I've just learned to accept it because it is what it is. But yeah, I think it is terrible that people make, and maybe it's not intentional, you know, maybe it's our own insecurities that makes us feel like, oh, they're now calculating when I had my son and they're now thinking I had my son at 15. Fuck, maybe. fuck, 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 fuck. Maybe. maybe, not, maybe <laughs> <actually>. <laughs> so yeah, but 
irrespective, that's not important. What's important is the fact that you have been with him for two and a half years mm -hmm. and he decided to be with you when your son was like six months, mm -hmm. etc. So what has the last two and a half years been like? And how did you, when did you introduce him to Tyke and what was that like? Mm, I think, especially for mums like dating, I think that's the biggest thing, isn't it? That when to, in, that's the biggest debate that goes on when to, to introduce, introduce your child to that person. Yeah. Um, for me, it happened kind of quite quickly okay. and almost quite accidentally. But again, um, I take into consideration, and we both have said this about each other, that we felt safe in our relationship from the beginning, knowing that our mutual friend, it's one of his very close friends yeah. and one of my very close friends. So it's almost like we already had that. We were both certified with each other. Yeah. You know, because my friend, he don't have no drama, no nonsense around him. So he was like, Look, Red's a really good girl. Yeah. She's a straight up, she's a good person. Yeah. And he was saying to me, you know, Bob's a good person. Yeah. It took away the, the reference It took checks. away the checks of if you meet someone on Tinder and you're like, I, I don't know him. I don't know his friends. It like, took away the reference Add on three checks. months timeline. Yeah. And which is so funny, his... So our friend, so basically mine and mine and Rob's children share the same godfather. That's oh, wow. So it's so weird. Yeah. So we already had that. That took away an added element yeah. of, is my child safe yeah. around this yeah. person? Yeah. And I think he was going for a job interview. And can we just, wait, can we just touch on that? Because you just said a really important thing. Is my child safe around this person? Yeah. Because that is something that you have to think about as oh, yeah. a parent. Yeah. You know? And I guess... On, for you, it was quite straightforward in the sense that you knew this guy, or, or at least you had mutual friends, so it meant that you had a barrier of trust, yeah. or at least a way of like verifying yes. that he was safe for him to safe. be around your son. Yeah. Um, but for other parents, how how would you have done this otherwise? What would have been your way to go about it? If it was... Uh, okay, I think, and, and before I had Tyg, I've had quite a lot of friends that have had um, children before me, and I watched them you know, date, date and be single parents as well. So I've learned through seeing other things happen. And one thing that I'm so, and I work with children and teenagers as well. So I think if anything, that's made me even more careful because yeah. I see the things that happen. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's none of us want anything to happen to our children, but these things do happen. Yeah. And I think mums, we have to be aware of the fact that there are some men out there that want to date single mums to um they think that maybe we really want to make it work with someone yeah there are a lot of abusers out there yeah um that want to be with a single mum because they think that you're an easier target yeah so you need to weed them kind of men out straight away yeah so the kind of men that as soon as they meet you they're saying oh i've got a present for your child can i meet your child blah 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 i've seen that happen with past friends yeah and they said right i cut that person out straight away because i found it too strange how quickly they wanted to meet my child. Absolutely. So that's one thing out of the way completely you've got to be careful of. Yeah. Again, keeping our, our, like, our child safe. I think um, time, time. I think if I hadn't have met him through my friend and met him online or met him in a club, um, I would have waited a lot longer because time tells all. Yeah. You you really can't jump into, into like, no, thinking you know someone within the first three months. Yeah. So if I'd met him online on a different way... Um, I think I just would have waited longer yeah. to to introduce right to him. Cool. And so you guys would have obviously gone through a honeymoon period, which every relationship goes through. But after two and a half years, honeymoon period fades away. It goes. So when things got serious, how did that feel like? 
Um, it's, you know what, it's this whole honeymoon um, and it, it, it ties back in with what I said earlier about being addicted to trauma and stuff. Again, mine and Rob's relationship, <laughs> one of my friends, she goes to me, I can't hear about it, Sharp, is a bit unique in the sense of like, I don't know if we ever had a honeymoon period or if maybe it's still going, but me and Rob actually, I don't, we've never actually had like a serious argument in two and a half mm. years. Yeah. And we've not had any drama. Yeah. Um, and when I first started telling my friends that like, we haven't argued within a year, two years, they were like, what's wrong? What's wrong with you? Something's wrong. Something's yeah. wrong. And I said that to him once, oh, babe, something's wrong. Something's wrong. We haven't argued. We haven't argued. And he was Surely like, that caused an argument. Why do we need? He was like, but why do we need to argue? Like, yeah. why do we need to argue? I came from a relationship where there were so many arguments. He came from a relationship where there were so many arguments. We've met at a time in our lives where we both say, I don't have time or energy for that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we're still in I don't know if it's the honeymoon period or it's just our relationship yeah we're still in that in that space yeah and for me it's um or maybe you guys it's respect yeah and communication respect and yeah respect and communication I think me and him both I've suffered from anger problems and he has as well and we both told each other that so say if he says something to me there's been opportunities for arguments but if he says something to me I might say do you know what I don't like the way that you tried to make me feel like I was crazy earlier. You know, I was experienced gaslighting in my previous relationship. I don't like it. I know it's not a big deal for you to say, oh, Red, don't be silly. That makes me feel like this. Mm. I don't want you to speak to me in that way. Yeah. Same vice versa. If I, you know, if I was to get annoyed about something, he'd say to me, do you know what, Red? I've treated this relationship with such respect. If you want to have a conversation about something, let's sit down and talk about it. Yeah. Let's not get to that space yeah so just out of mutual respect we've never got to that place yeah still yeah at this point yeah and I think it's one of those things that you read about you see everywhere you see the memes you see all that stuff communication is important it's It's important in the relationship and I think you have to make an effort to first of all build trust so that you can start talking openly Mm. so that your communication can get to a strong place because I think when you do communicate because arguments is an outcome of bad communication yeah you know if you're arguing with someone it means you guys are not talking in the right way Mm. things are not being communicated in the right no one is someone is not understanding yeah and it's now led to an argument and I think even in terms of looking at dating um and and dating for for moms like communicating from the very beginning what you want yeah and where you want to go and I remember on our first date he said to me, like, oh, are you, are you going to be... And he said to me afterwards, like, later on down the line, he was really nervous. He didn't know how to be on a date. He'd not been on a date in so long. He was like, oh, are you interested in having more children in the future? <laughs> With his job bombs. the first thing he said as we sat down, we just got our drinks from the bar. That's hilarious. And I was like, so, like, I was about to just say something. I don't know. And he was like, so, like, you've got time. Are you interested in having children? That is hilarious. That is hilarious. But again, we had those conversations from the beginning before it got serious. Yeah. So I think sometimes we wait to have those conversations until things get serious and then it's like oh I don't want more children oh Oh, well what now I don't have any children so I want a child yeah and then you already have two kids yeah yeah you don't want kids and then but you're already invested in that yeah 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 so you don't want to leave yeah but so I think you don't want the same things exactly yeah so I think having really open honest conversations from the very beginning about what you both want yeah and I think that's led us into where we are now that we don't argue we know exactly where we are yeah because we had them 
chats. Yeah, I feel you. And I think that's just real. That's 100% real. Okay, cool. So before we go on to, before we kind of go on to talking about what advice you'd like to give to other sassy moms who are kind of dating and out there, what are some of the kind of best moments that you guys have had together? Oh my God. You have to share, like, share at least one, Mm. at least one. God, it's just so hard to say. There's literally so many. Um, And another thing, because obviously... I know this because I know you, Rob has kids, but the listeners don't know this. Is it easier? Is it better? Do you feel like the relationship has gone on well because he has kids? Have you ever dated anyone who didn't have kids before you met Rob? And what was that like? So it's so funny. I've done a complete 360. Again, like I said, I don't want to keep saying like, obviously because of Leo thing, but I do blame on me being a Leo. I've always been like, when I have a baby with someone, I want to be like, just about me, them. I want to start fresh. So before I had Tyg, I'd actually never dated someone who had children. Okay. It was kind of a rule of mine. Yeah. I didn't want to date someone who had children. Not interested. Thank you. Whatever. Bye. Yeah. So he's actually the first person I've dated with children. Wow. But this um, is why you I've had have a child. Okay. So I, um, I think, it could go either way, but for me personally, it's been amazing because he understands completely that my son comes first. Yeah. He's very um, conscientious of, you know, when we first met, now we have a schedule where we kind of line up our schedules. So we have some free time and some together time and stuff, but he's always been very, when's your next available time? When's your next available yeah. time? But with some people that don't have children, it can be like, oh, let's do this. Like, I remember I met a guy. We did. We never actually made it to the first day before I met Rob. I met a guy in a club. He asked my number, whatever. Uh, he was messaging me. Oh, it's my friend's birthday. We're going here. I want to bring you. I was like, okay, fine. Um, I've got my son, so I can't. Oh, that's fine. Find, um, go online and find, like, a babysitter. I'll pay for it. I'll send it's you the money. And I was like, no, no. Like, even if my son wasn't here... It doesn't mean that I'm just free for your availability for whenever you will pay for a babysitter. Yeah. When I'm with my son, I want to be with my son. That's our time. Yeah. When he's with his dad, that's my time that I'm available to give to you. Yeah. So he didn't even make it to the first date. That was yeah. right. See you later. Yeah. So with with. But him, then, do you think that makes it difficult for single mothers to meet guys who perhaps want to go out with someone? who's available all the time, anytime, Firstly, not all men, like, not all men without children are that way. Yeah. I've got friends who have children and are in serious relationships with men that don't have any children. And you know what? That is fantastic. If they want to be with a woman who's available all the time, that's great. Go and be with a woman who's available (laughs) for you all the time. It's true. Bye. We'll weed you out from the very beginning. This is not for you. Nice. See you later. Nice. That's it. Love it. Cool. All right. So what advice would you give to sassy moms who are also trying to date or who maybe have had kids? Maybe they just broke up with the father of their child. They're trying to get back into the dating scene. Maybe they've been single for a little while and they're thinking, where do I start? Where do I go? Or maybe, you know, they had a baby by choice and they want to get back out there and meet somebody. So Mm -hmm. I think as we touched on earlier, number one thing is you know, work on yourself first before you even enter the dating scene and really know what it is that you want. I think we feel like we really know what it is that we want. And again, touching into like, 
Instagram and social media and that pressure of being a single mom and feeling like maybe people are watching you and you're on your own and all them feelings of being unwanted and whatever. Really look inside yourself and know what it is that you want. Because I'm I think it's completely fine to be a mum and not date for marriage. Yeah. Not date for the end goal. The end goal is pick like you know, to be in a relationship and it's completely fine to be a mum and date for yourself, date to have sex, date to feel sexy, date to just go out mm-hmm. and enjoy adult company. I think it's not always about the end goal. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing to remember, like don't feel no pressure um, about it at all. Secondly, I think communicate from the beginning um, about your situation and about the way you like to run things with your child. So for me, like Tyke is very active young man so I like to get up and out with him I like to we go on holidays we get up and go visit my friend who lives in the seaside and we do what we want when we want yeah and I need a man who can get on board with what me and my son have yeah so this is where we are get on board with it if you can't get on board with that again it's not for me this isn't going to work yeah so really knowing how you want a man to fit into what your lifestyle is with yeah. your child yeah because then I you think, can find the right guys isn't it because then you can ask the right questions this is and it. figure out quite quickly if this is a guy that's going to work for you and another bit of advice that I'd say which I only actually discovered recently myself is once you've gone down that dating stage and you have met someone um that you want to meet your child really think about what kind of relationship you want them to have yeah because I've got some friends who have got step uh fathers or step parents that have been married to their parent for since they were five or six or even three and they don't really have much of a relationship with that person you know oh they see them at family gatherings they hide and stuff but there was never that strong bond Bond, and that's absolutely fine for some people um for me I knew that I didn't want that for my son yeah if if I'm gonna love someone and be intimate with someone introduce them to my child not that they will love my child in the same way that I love my child, but I want you to treat my son with the same love and respect that you would do your own child. Yeah. And so I made that clear yeah. to Rob from the beginning. And he yeah. obviously has his own children. So he was like, oh my God, like I'm so, that's what I want. Yeah. That's how I feel about Tide. I will love and respect him the same way that yeah. like he's a part of you. Yeah. And I love him. And I love that you said that because I think I selfishly prefer to date guys who had kids because I wanted, because I knew that they would understand it. Yeah. So the guys that I went out with after I broke up with Ty's dad and the guy, the relationship that I had after that guy as well, they both had kids and I didn't have to worry about that. Mm. But the guy that I've been seeing, like, I guess recently and the one that I've seen before, he, they don't have, like, he doesn't have, he doesn't have kids. And I'm a bit conscious of what that's going to be like, but from what I've seen anyway, it's been fine but I do like I do find it comforting to know that a guy either perhaps maybe has kids is around kids or isn't just you know sometimes you can meet guys and they're like the oldest of two and they haven't been around any young kids no nieces no nephews whatever so they're so detached yeah and it's almost like it's not even that you're trying to get them to love your child but you're just trying to get them to appreciate young humans yeah you know and it's like it's a completely different ball game almost but again, for some people, then that's not a priority to them, and that's fine. Yeah. 
And it's about identifying what your priority is. Yeah. Because a lot of people, they want to keep that relationship separate from their child. Yeah. And that's fine. Some women feel like, oh, you know, I'm not trying to make him the dad. And like, yeah, yeah Tyke has his dad. Yeah. Um, I'm not trying to make my partner my son's dad. But this is a male. And, you know, my son's, my son's mixed. And um, Rob is a black man as well. Yeah. So the more positive male a black role models yeah. he has around him the better yeah the more people that love him and that he can look up to the better yeah so i'm here for intertwining them together but again knowing what how, the relationship you want them to have with your child and speaking to them about that and making sure you guys are on the same page yeah again is important amazing amazing okay cool i guess that pretty much wraps up our episode on dating as a sassy mum yes it's been so good it has it's been really fun and I think it's been really honest and it's been real and I think there's going to be a lot of mums who are going to relate you know even though everyone's experiences are different yeah I think when it comes to dating there are all things that we can say yeah I've been I know what that feels like and yeah I probably need to work on that and I can also agree with what you're saying so yeah you've been fantastic so thank you so much thank you for having me and that's it for today's show if you'd like to share your story email us hello at sassysinglemoms.com or get in touch on instagram at sassy underscore single moms you can also find us on all podcast platforms